This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shreparks and Jack Fritz. Welcome on in. It's another edition of the Clap Your Hands podcast. As you can tell by the clapping at the beginning of the podcast, it is the beginning of a new edition of the podcast. Yes. Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks. Elliot, um, listen, uh, it's it's an all-time high, I think, right now in Philadelphia sports. And, you know, obviously last night's Phillies game and, and Eagles being undefeated. And the Sixers played a preseason game last they night. They did. They did. It was a beautiful day in South Philly. <laughs> it really was, man. Eagles were practicing. All the teams were involved. So, yep. so it was awesome. I mean, look, we'd be foolish not to start talking about with, with the Phillies. And I have some thoughts that will attach to the Sixers. But what a night, man. Everything revolves back to the Sixers. So here, here's, clap your hands. Yes. Here, here's a thought I had when I was at the ballpark last night. So I forget when it was. It was either, like, at the end of the game. It was at the end of the game, I think. And, like, we, me, you, and James all hang behind Section 126. All the Clap Your Hand listeners, please come out and yeah, say hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Bob. We've had a lot over the last few days come up to us and talk to us, I can only assume, via Clap Your Hands. And, like, there was a moment where you walked down to the probably, like, 15 rows down by yourself, and we're just kind of, like, taking it all in. And I was just thinking, like, that's awesome, man. Like, and ever since I've known you, you've, like, been so, like, you love baseball in the Phillies. Mm-hmm. And I you obviously love the Phillies, but you love baseball. Like I I've heard you say to me repeatedly like like this is why baseball's awesome or like this is why you can be romantic about baseball. Or, like this is what baseball's about. And honestly, I think last night was the first night I got it. Mm-hmm. Like when I grew up, I loved the Phillies. Like I, I the 08 team, I remember running to running to City Hall when they won the World Series from my apartment in college. Like so I I'm not sitting here being like I never got it. Like I, I, I've enjoyed rooting for the Phillies my whole life. Yeah, but they were not you know, like they're not top of mind. Exactly. Right. right. Last night was the first night where I was like, like that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that was like everyone was there. Like just like the when Bryce hit the home run, like we're all <laughs> jumping around. Ike's going wild. Like it, like just people we've been in the section with are going crazy. And like then Bryce last night, like last night Bryce became one of my favorite athletes of all yeah. time. Like he's just, he's he's just the man. Well, and the, and the interesting part about Bryce is that he's and I said this um, with Seltzer, obviously, mm-hmm. um, is that he's the most NBA player yes. of of baseball players I've ever seen. You know, yeah. like there's been clutch baseball players, but it's like there's such rare times where they can actually impact the game in yeah. in, in in that way, and he just does it. It's like it's like a great NBA player. It's like Iverson. It's like these guys mm-hmm. that have the ball and the in their hands. At the end of games, and what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Um. And yeah, like, you know, I think baseball and basketball, you know, the kind of, uh, you know, 
symmetry there in a way is that I do think they're they're both built for moments. Yeah, like they're both like it's tougher in football to have moments. It's like tough that. in football. Yeah. I mean, it's there's it's fast moving. Like something could happen in the second quarter. And, the situations don't come around as much either. I and there's like, very situationally like like there's very few moments in football where where it's it's re it's truly you know. Under two minutes, a team's driving down the right, field to go, to go Now, win Bryce's it. home runs weren't that. They yesterday. weren't. But I just think there's – this sounds dumb, or maybe it sounds like romantic about the baseball. The way you like, like, There's just something about watching a home run live and everybody going wild that's just insane. Because, yeah. like, it comes out of nowhere. Like, in football, there's, like, big plays and stuff. But most football drives methodically go down the field, and then you know they're seven. And then seven. the Eagles do the tush push. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's like, oh, great. But you then they're eight again. yards out, and, like, you think there's a real chance there's a touchdown here, right? In, like, basketball, the team is on – like – there's something about the unexpectedness of a home run live at Citizens Bank Park from Bryce Harper that is like, like I'll think about it for forever. Like mm-hmm. in like 30 years when we're still hopefully, you know, doing clap your hands, we'll be <laughs> talking about the Phillies. We'll, uh, we'll like remember that we were there for Bryce. Like I, like for me, the reason I loved Iverson, and I, you know, he's still my favorite athlete, is just how many memories I have of like the cool things he did and like how much joy he brought watching me. Like, and I think because— well, He didn't watch you. You—, you... Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Although you know, I do. I did make Iverson cry before. Well, why? How? So at his retirement press conference. Okay. I was. I asked him like who his favorite teammate of all time was, and he started to cry. Oh, nice. Was it McKee? It was McKee. Nice. It was either him or Eric Snow. I forget. I think it was both. Of them. Why but were you at Iverson's? Was <laughs> a young young journalist. You were very young. I, I mean, was. Wasn't that 2010? Yeah. I, I I don't know why I was there or. <laughs> Also, props to young Elliot for asking a question. Yeah, I know. Un- old Elliot doesn't even like to ask questions, let alone young Elliot. So, well, I'm surprised I did that. No, you did not ask a question last night to Bryce, right? I mean, you were I right did not, there. No. So it, it is interesting. Did you? Did, were you like a semi-intimidated? Is that why you? Did I was it? front row, front seat, right in front of him. Yeah. No, no. Now, you, honestly, now was he nervous coming out because he knew that you were in the yeah, front row? Yeah, he is row? a big WIP guy. Yeah. So well, I, I think he. I think he legitimately loves Howard. Like, yes, I, of I, course. I think he loves WIP. Yeah. Like I legitimately think he loves WIP. He brings it up unprompted. All the time. Maybe he loves clap your hands. Honestly, if he's a Sixers guy, there's no better place to start. Well, he did wear an Iverson shirt. Um, he did last week. He so. did. And the whole pandering thing. So, like, first, let me say the things that Bryce says, Embiid has also said. But I'm not going to fight this <laughs> no, battle in terms of. But, but I, I do think when people rip Bryce for pandering, it's like, dude, he wants. He's clearly a big sports guy. He wants to be involved in the city. Like, well, I, like what's wrong with coming to a city and then. Trying to ingratiate yourself and like get into it, like that'd be like if I ever moved to Chicago or whatever, like I would want to go and like all of a sudden be like going to Bulls games and stuff. Like, well, I think I think the thing that a lot of people miscalculated, and I and I believe that I did as well, is I didn't realize because it's very rare that great athletes are also huge sports fans. Like mm-hmm. Bryce, I think enjoy he just enjoys sports. Yeah. Like he watches sports, he cares about the Buckeyes a lot, he loves the Vegas Knights. Like the dude just loves sports, and I think. Yes. He, I think he likes the idea of, of like sports talk, like not just. Well, he the, said sports commentary. Yeah, like I think yeah. he just likes like I, I think he, he probably watched a lot of shows that I'm sure that you and I watched growing up of like debate, right. not debate shows, but like pr- there's a show on MLB Network called Prime Nine, and mm-hmm. it was like the nine they had a different category for each one, like clutchest athletes, and yes. they do this whole story about that. Like there's a lot more of those shows growing up. Like around because mm-hmm. we're about we're about the same age. He's two years older than me, a year older. Was than he thirty one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's thirty one on like, on Monday. Wow. Game one of the NLCS. I know. Yeah. Uh, and also Ike's birthday, so don't forget. Okay. That. <laughs> but wow, Ike's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Ike's birthday and Bryce's birthday. Two, yes. Two goats. But um, but like it's just he's such a sports fan, and when he when you think about like great commentators talking about like what Reggie Jackson used to do, or or talk about Michael Jordan, and I think he. I think he wants to be a part of that conversation one day. Mm. And I think that's what sep- – and when, when athletes get that, I think that's what separates them and, and yeah. has them, like, relishing in, in the moments that he had last night. A hundred percent. The other thing from last night, to kind of bring it back to what I was saying about, like, you really enjoying that moment and, like, you appreciating it. Like, Although it was weird. It was, it was probably the weirdest reaction I've ever had to a home run because – well, it's actually what Why? I did. It's it's actually what I did for Bedlam too. So like Bedlam, I didn't I didn't really I was obviously geek. Right, right. But it was just like I was more like, of course, like of course he did. Well, yes. <laughs> like, it was it was almost it was almost disbelief of this guy. And and this is this is where I'm going with it. Like, look, I have fought the good fight on the Sixers on the air, but like Bryce is the number one athlete in the city. Mm-hmm. He just is. Like, so I think there is an argument, a strong argument, that Embiid is. 
just as good, if not better, at basketball than Bryce is at baseball. Well, I think I think Embiid is is a more talented player. So yes, but like if we're being honest, Bryce has way more moments than Embiid, and Embiid's been here way longer. Embiid has had like the shot versus Toronto, like the dunk versus the Celtics, uh, winning the MVP last year. Like he has had awesome moments. Like, like what, what are your five? What are your five Embiid moments that come to your mind? So I mean, number one for me would be winning MVP if you want to count that. Okay, but, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Number one would be winning MVP. The speech was great. The speech was awesome. Um, it's the Toronto shot. The Toronto shot, like the Toronto shot, was first. awesome. But it's the first round, game three, like. But whatever. I mean, that's not that different than some of Bryce's moments. If we're like Bryce has bigger moments, but it's also some of the things we talk about, like game two versus the Braves in the NLDS, is not that different than the first round of the MVP. Mm-hmm. Like it's different, but it's not. Um, yeah, I mean the the shot versus the Raptors, uh, the dunk versus the Celtics. Um, I mean, his first shot when he came into the NBA and, like, he first played was a really cool moment. Well, honestly, the um, – I, you know what? Part of what hurt about last year's Sixers loss is I thought that he – I thought he got it. Yeah, like the game, game five. The game, game five, he was awesome. The game five chase down, like, um, Joel yes. MF and Embiid. Right. Was, like, that was one of the – now, unfortunately, it took till he was 29 to be like, I've arrived. Yes. But the, that's what made the last – that was what made game six and seven hurt so bad is bit is because I thought that Embiid – They were there, and they it, thought the moment was going to come. It, it clicked. But, but, like, that's the point is that, like, Embiid, it's just – it's a lot of more regular season stuff. doesn't have the postseason moments. Yeah. The, the Toronto shot was great. Like, the MVP is cool. But, like, it's just the, the amount of the, – the difference between – Bryson and Bede is that Bryce is doing it obviously here and he's hitting these big home runs mm-hmm. and and he doesn't have like the uh like Embiid had little feuds throughout has, has had little feuds throughout his career, like Carl Anthony Towns. But they always seem kind of silly. Yeah. Like Ben's probably his only legit feud. And that's his team. Well, I mean Jokic, I guess, but they don't hate each other. Agreed. I right. think they actually like each other. I agree. Or at least they pretend to. <laughs> they do. Pretend. I don't think they like hang out in text. But. Um but like Harper, it's 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 so Philly from the standpoint of Arcia talks crap, and then he hits two home runs and stares well, it down. Well, and look, props to you as a basketball guy. You were the one last night where standing out there watching it, and you were like, that's the Iverson crossover. Uh, it's step over. I step messed over, up. whatever. I messed right. up. Right? Step over. I, I had know. a Miller lighter, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay? Yes, I was very did. excited. But it's true. Like, that's the playoff moment where it's like, and that's everything I love. Like, I'm like a bucket boy at heart. So, like, a home run. Harper's, where, a, Harper's a bucket boy Harper's a bucket boy. He is. Like, like. <laughs> That's what I love about sports, like those things where it's like there's drama built into the moment and then the moment exceeds expectations. Like that's why the Iverson stepover is so cool is because like he was like the Ty- Tyron Lue was like the Iverson stopper and blah, 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 and then he does it. Like that's what made that the, – the story made the moment great. And that's what happened with Harper last night. But, yeah, last night at the ballpark, like it just sinks in. Like, And I love the Sixers, but like they've been more successful than the Phillies, like objectively more successful. But they just don't have the moments the Phillies have. Like they don't. Like there's something the Phillies have that the that the Sixers do not. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Cause like the Sixers are super talented. Like Embiid's arguably the best player in the league. He was we'll get into the rankings, but he was number three. Like they've won a ton of games. They've been in the playoffs consistently. But like they just don't have something the Phillies have. I don't and I I don't know what it is, but I and I don't know how you fix it. Like, I think if I'm being honest with myself, it's probably that. Bryce is like the man and super clutch and Embiid for as awesome as he is like doesn't give off the same vibes. There's something there's something that's not connecting with Embiid. He's a great player. He's he, he, it's not like he he's been really good in the postseason. It's just yeah, not as he's good. He's had really good moments. He's, I mean like you can explain away each loss like but it's just when you pile them all up. But like, but I think the thing and, and part of the reason why I'm excited about the Sixers season is I do think that they finally brought in the right collection of guys when it comes to like what changed the Phillies and changed their luck and changed their culture. We talked about this. I don't know the first podcast I think we ever did Mm. was just about like the Schwarber signing. Yep. And, and having a winning kind of general manager in Nebraska knowing like, Hey, let's go sign Garrett Stubbs or trade for Garrett Stubbs. And Mm -hmm. Garrett Stubbs is like the heartbeat of the team. I mean, he barely even plays. He's in the last time I'm in the locker room and he like (laughs) has on powder blue Phillies overalls, like drinking a beer, walking from locker to locker. Yeah. He's, he's actually an important, he's a really important Philly Yeah, for, for just being the backup catcher. He's like, the vibes guy. Also um, funny Phillies in it thought. Did you like being in the clubhouse? Dude, last night? they're way smaller than other athletes I fought. Oh yeah. Which is like I, I knew it, obviously. Like I'm I've mostly been in NBA and NFL locker rooms and they're like all of them are like over six feet. But like the Phillies players are very small. Yeah. They're they like are. my size. Not my size completely, but Stubbs is probably like my size. Listen, it's the one sport that everyone can play. Well, 
Well, I could hit a home run. Yeah, you could. You get 100% luck into Yes. That. Anyway, continue. Um, is that, but I, I do like the collection of guys they brought in. I agree. I think like, Pat Bev has been awesome. Um, Ubre was 4 4 from three last night. Oh, you don't night. have to tell me. I was like, I'm big on Ubre. I mean, so when Harper had the home run, you were excited. But when you saw the Kelly Ubre, four it was for 4 4, four yeah. from 3. That was a, like... a vindication for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get into the game. But, like, oh, yeah, we're going to break it down. We're going to break down. Yeah. The, yeah. Also, they, dude, they've played the Celtics the last nine times they've gone on the court. That's a lot of Celtics. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of Sixer Celtics. I'm ready to see a, a different opponent. I but, mean, it is interesting because I thought that um, Sixer Celtics was it was uh, you know it, like I hate the Celtics. Mm-hmm. It's Philly. I think the biggest rivalries in the city right now actually. Well, there's three: Phillies, Braves, Sixer Celtics, Eagles, Niners. Agreed. I think those. I think those are the three. I know Eagles, yeah. Cowboys. I get Eagles, it. Eagles, Cowboys is a little forced. It's a. It's a, It's a little. But the Niners for sure. But there's like pure hate for the Niners. Yeah, the Sixer Celtics. I agree. There's, like. Like, it's almost like the it's because the Sixers struggled so much against the Celtics. Yeah, like, that's what makes it even worse. But but like so that was just my thing. What do you think it is? Like why is it not working for the Sixers? Like like what like the Phillies are a team in the regular season. They're not that good, and then the playoffs like they just have it. Like do you think like? Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is it Embiid? Is it Harden? Was it Doc? Like... There ha- it has to be at the top. I don't think it's like a they're lacking depth thing. And they've been close. Like, if Melton makes a few more threes against the Celtics, we're talking about this completely differently, and I'm aware of that. But it's impossible to be at the Phillies' ballpark and see what's happening there and the specialness of all those players and then to think about, like, where the Sixers are at in comparison to that. And not even from a talent perspective. The Sixers' roster is, is very good. They're mm-hmm. one of the best teams in the league. But right now, like, they're nowhere close to the Phillies in terms of, like, vibes and, like, the belief that people have in that team. I guess if I had to look at the two, I think the big difference is there's a big, and this is actually Eagles related too. Like mm-hmm. I think the Phillies and Eagles are both unreal when it comes to uh, team connectivity. Yes. Like Sirianni talks about that a lot. It's like one of his main core principles is, <laughs> yeah. is connecting yeah. on and off You're the You're clearly field. big on the core principles. Yes. Yeah, so, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just like my. I have listened to way too many Sirianni press conferences. Well, that's he, my issue. But I will say the fact that he's repetitive in the things that he values, like I think, is good. Yeah, you can tell he's he like, believes. He's it. like a radio host. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got to play the hits. Yeah, him and Bryce from, yeah. uh, from two to six. On <laughs> exactly VIP. right. But the like the Phillies have a, a connectivity. Like they love being around yeah. each other. They they love. Um, being in the clubhouse, they like having beers after the game and talking about the game. Like that's. I just don't think the Sixers have that. That's my point. Is that it feels like the Sixers are way more individual than a team. And I think that falls on Embiid. Well, like Embiid, the, but the difference, the problem with Embiid is that he's a, a superstar in the NBA. It's very hard to like go out and be a guy's guy. I don't disagree with that, but it just feels like when Embiid is talked about, like I think Doc said this to a certain extent, like. Just doesn't feel like he socializes with the team very much. I'm yeah. not saying like I think Embiid is an awesome guy. Is he? I'm sure he's like fun to hang out with. Like, look, he certainly loves hanging out with Michael Rubin, and we'll, we'll talk. Oh, yeah, love that. But but like, and Bryce Bryce seems like a little more of a loner, maybe. But it just uh, feels like the Phillies have guy a ton of guys that like they like. I bet their group chat is like insane, and yeah. like they like. And I don't. Maybe the Six will have it this year, but it didn't feel like they had that last year. I think the difference with Harper and Embiid is that Harper. Like Harper again, they're both superstars, right? right. And so like mega stars, and where like, and it's hard for them to be like around the team because they have to do. They're getting pulled in a million yes. directions, so yeah. it's hard for that. But what the Phillies, I think, understand is that, is that Bryce is the star, but we're all going to do our thing, mm-hmm. and then Bryce, like, well, he's not going to disrupt that. Yes, you know, so like Schwarber can do his thing, and Castellanos, and Castellanos yes, and JT, Trey. all even Boehm is such like a good vibes guy, and I think you're right. I think the Sixers have more of those guys this year, but. But it's just different because the Phillies have come up together in a lot of ways. Like, I know that we're free. Well, well, but hold on. Like, Boehm has been here for a few years. Bryce has been here for a few years. Castellanos has been here for, I guess, two. only two years now. But, like, if you look at the Sixers, like, the guys we think are good vibe guys, like, Pat Bev's new, Danny Green's new, well, um, Danny PJ Green's Tucker's new. Like, yeah, true. Good point. <laughs> Danny Green was good here, point. baby. Good point. 
Yeah, so I think like it's on Embiid to like set the culture for the team, and it's going to be really hard to replicate like what the Phillies have. But I've been at playoff games at Wells Fargo, and like it's super loud in there. Mm-hmm. Like obviously it's a dome, which is part of the reason why. But like it is an awesome atmosphere. Like so, I just want I want for the Sixers what what the Phillies got to experience. I know. Last I feel like you're torn. You're like you're very happy with the Phillies thing, but you're also watching them like, well, damn it. Yeah. Like I, want, like, I want yeah, that for my team. I, I agree. Like there is part of that. Yeah, I, I think. Because I think the Sixers deserve it too. Like I, Embiid is an awesome player and a good guy. Yeah, like, but I, there's been plenty of awesome players that haven't won. I know. So I know it's it, it kind of it, it's a I'm double. I'm talking about get out the second round. <laughs> yeah, that's a big <laughs> one. That's a big one. Well, I think it, it. You know, the most the most successful NBA culture, and this is an Embiid point. The most successful NBA culture in the last decade is who? Uh, it's the Heat. No, it's the Warriors. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay, you're right. It's the Warriors. Uh, the, yeah, but and that's because Steph is 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 not the 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 normal superstar. He's a very camaraderie guy. Yes, he is. Like he welcomed he welcomed in Kevin Durant. Yeah, you know, and and sure, Steve Kerr's a good coach, and and Draymond's a fiery well, leader. Well, and they've had uh, consistent chemistry, and, and they've that, had, and they've they've had that as well. Right. I think Continuity is the word I'm looking for. Like that's been and and <laughs> I hate to go back to it, but. That's what makes the Ben thing so frustrating is that like it should it should have been those two together. Yes. You know, working and, and not looking to divide like, no, I'm the star. No, I'm the star. Because mm. ultimately the Warriors, sure, Steph is the star, but like like Draymond and, and Clay, Clay exist and, yeah. and Steve Kerr, like they I mean look, Igadala was there for a lot of that. Yeah. And and obviously Kevin Durant helped them win those two Mickey titles that I just <laughs> were my least favorite era of NBA basketball. Yeah. Um but and and, and like the Sixers have never had that for Embiid, and I wonder if Embiid is like, is he? Does it? It's it's almost Iverson like in a way. Like the, the those two are are kind of aligned mm-hmm. in, in in how they operate. Because Iverson and Embiid, Iverson and Embiid. I'm interested to hear this. Well, because Iverson, it was never like he was a, a lone wolf in the way. Like I want to be the star. Yes. Like don't, this is my city, but ultimately it held them back from winning a championship. Like oh yeah. one was great. But they they got they got smoked. Right, and also for what's worth, there was really only ever a one. There was it wasn't a, like there was consistent winning no, in the playoffs outside they lost of that all the time. Yeah, and like to bad teams, like yeah. yeah, there was bad playoff losses. And with Embiid, they've never gotten the right star next to him. Just like yeah. you never got the right star next to Iverson. But is that also Embiid being like, I, this is my team, my city? So I think Embiid, and this is what's frustrating when they talk when Embiid talks about how. Like, he's excited to pass it more this year. It's like, bro, you were allowed to pass it last year. Like, you could do whatever you want. Like, Yeah, but here's my problem with that. So, I think Embiid likes to score, which is fine. I'm a bucket boy. But, like, <laughs> I, mean, I, like, I don't know. How many times say that? It's my thing. It is your thing. <laughs> but, like, I think also Embiid tries to overcorrect sometimes. And, I, and like, he's, yeah. he's, he's Jokic winning the MVP by passing all the time. It's like, dude, Jokic is a special passer. Like, yeah. Well, look, don't get me don't, started. Don't start, don't start getting all worked up Jokic over should not be the number one player in the NBA. Uh, Giannis should be. I thought Giannis was one. So it went Jokic, Giannis, and Bede. I thought it was okay. Right, no, I'm talking I, about the NBA top rankings, not. I saw Embiid third. I thought I thought Giannis was one, regardless. Um, but like Giannis, like Jokic is a natural passer. Like you're not a natural passer, Joel. Like I, I think being a playmaker is. Gonna be I important. agree with that. Um, and, B, and then now Embiid passed it well against the Nets in the first round. But he, he's going to turn the ball. I'm, I'm glad he's I'm, able. I'm, I'm glad saying. he's able to take down the. Now, uh, now I'm thinking I'm wrong about Giannis being number one. But I like the. Giannis is number one. You're right. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um. He does like to overcorrect sometimes, though, and yeah. like, and be like, no, now I got to be a passing guy. Like, just go play your game. So, but that like, the, but Iverson and Bede, I think, are on the. They're they're unfortunately kind of on the same path. MVP. Yeah. Now he hasn't had. He doesn't have the run yet. Like we're still waiting for the Embiid run. And like, it was so close last year. Oh my god. It, it was, was. It was. It was. It, the, but there's just like, there's something about like. When the f- playoffs start, the Phillies just show up and have that. But the other thing I'll say, and this is what, actually what I wanted to say, the Phillies were losers until they were winners. Like, mm-hmm. things change like that. Mm-hmm. So the Sixers next year, or this season, which starts in, like, three weeks or two weeks, like, they, they can change a lot of narratives. Like, for everyone that hates the Sixers now, like, everyone was frustrated with the Phillies, too, before they made the playoffs. They were all, like, you know, what, like, whatever. Like, they were all not viewed as, you know, yeah. people – Think people that like people were thrilled to root for, mm-hmm. and like now they're the most likable team of my lifetime in some ways. So it can change quickly, and like it's there for the Sixers to do. Like the environment at Citizens Bank last night, like the Sixers can accomplish that. They have the talent. We're not we're not doing like a Charlotte Hornets podcast where it's like all right, it's never going to be like that. 
like the Sixers have the ability to create those moments that are being created at Citizens Bank Park. And like, I just, I want it for him. Now, the the one thing that's going to be interesting, because obviously what happened with the Phillies was also they they fired Joe Girardi and they yeah. brought in Rob Thompson. It's true. Can Nick Nurse be that for this team? Like, it seems not, like it. The And the way that they're talking about Nick Nurse, the way they're talking about the off, like it just seems like yeah. they're way, was, what's exciting about the beginning of the Sixer season is it seems like they're way more bought in on the program. Like, I, don't, I agree. I don't think they were bought in on what Doc well, was Well, they was take selling. shots at Doc every single chance they can. Yeah. Like, did you see the Paul Reed quote about, uh, he shot a three. He was like, last year, if I would have shot a three, I wouldn't have played for 10 games. And like Embiid Dude, Doc's, had... Doc's, Doc's disdain of Paul Reed was was yes. quite something. And then he also had a quote about how last year only two players were allowed to have the ball, and now everyone can. And Embiid had a quote that was kind of similar to how like this year we're allowed to get everybody involved. I don't love it. Like I was more of a Doc guy than most. Like I think we're, we're placing way too much blame on Doc. Well, whatever I... works, though. Like, what? whatever works. Yeah. I, I, don't I agree. Care. It's much like the Orlando quote from uh, whatever the dude's last name is. Arcia. Yeah. Like, there, if you're going to use that Orlando, uh, what is it? Arcia. Arcia. If you're going to use that quote from him as motivation, like, do it. Like, so whatever works for the Sixers, I agree. But if, like, they can't, the main difference this year can't be Nick Nurse. Like, Maxi has to get better. Embiid has to improve at things. Like, but but I agree. Like Nick Nurse can be a difference maker from just like a freshness perspective of getting rid of all like the baggage of Doc. Like for as much as we focused on the Sixers' playoff struggles every year, where they had Doc in the playoffs, it was well Doc's blowing more three one three one leads than anybody else. Like Doc hasn't won a, a series in forever, so or a championship in forever. So I do think having a coach that is viewed as a playoff coach that has had a title recently and like is viewed as being a difference maker will also be a vibe change when they get to the playoffs. Yeah. And, and that's why, listen, that's why we're here to save the Sixers. We're, we're, it's exactly we're, right. We're here to save Sixers conversation. Of yes, like well, the, they are 0-2 since we started. doesn't so. matter. It's, it's just, preseason. It's preseason. True. It's the, 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 the Harden hasn't played and B hasn't played. Yeah, Ferk hasn't played. For, of course, Ferk right. can. I guess my only, you kept talking about how, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, more people are going to be involved. And I just started thinking about Toby. I know, Well, trust me, I... I was like, no, 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 no. They got to get Toby out of here. It's like we said on the last pod. Like, if their plan is to utilize Toby a large amount, then Maury needs to, to like trade him under the radar. And so all of a sudden, like Nickner shows up to practice. Like, oh yeah, Toby's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's he's not here anymore. Yeah, we don't we don't need everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We never went involved, just not as much Toby. Yes, exactly right. Um, all right. So obviously that's the the Harper and Bead conversation. The other thing that came out since we recorded two days ago, um, was the the Michael Rubin, uh, yes. Pat Bev kind of kind of uh, sit-down podcast. What was your big takeaway from that? Because I know uh, I have some thoughts as well. Yeah. So I have a Michael Rubin thought, and I have a thought about what he said. Which do you want first? Uh, I want your I want your Michael Rubin thought first. Okay. I want to be friends with Michael Rubin. Nice. I think he is— You guys do seem kindred spirits. Dude, I think, like, there's obviously something super cool about him if all these people want to hang out with him. And I know it's because he has money. Like, but all these people have money, too. It's not like he's hanging out with a bunch of people that are, like, in the middle class. Like, he's hanging out with, like, millionaires who could hang out with whatever he wanted to. I wish he owned the Sixers. Like, I think Josh Harris is a great owner, but I think if Michael Rubin owned the Sixers, they would be in a much better place than if Josh Harris. Like, people like Michael Rubin. But on the flip side, Michael, buddy, you can't say when you leave the team that you're going to be a more of an asset on the sideline than you'll be as an ownership and then go on this pod and be like, if I was here, that wouldn't have happened. Like, you could have talked to Harden. You could have talked to Josh Harris. You could have been involved in this. You could have talked to Maury. You could have talked to Joel. So I thought, like, first of all, I'm sure the Sixers weren't thrilled about what he said. But I'm a big <laughs> I, Michael I Rubin so. guy. But I hope he invites me to the white party. But I can see you there. Honestly, I think there's like a 2% chance I could make it. Although the way he well, talked about it. How do you get the 2%? Like, what, in what scenario... I think it's point oh two percent. I know somebody that knows Michael Rubin. Uh oh. That I think God, could, you're just like Howard. You really are the next Howard. Could potentially invite me. Okay. As like his plus one. But I will say, listening to the Michael Rubin interview on the Pat Bev pod, he said like they've already put the list together for next year. Okay. Well, we're we're shooting for 2025. Yeah, 2020, 2024, 2025. As your hands yeah. continues to grow. Yeah. Once as, we're the number one Sixers pod, yeah, you'll have no choice but to invite us. Because because Spike and Mike just lead to the yeah. losing. He said that two years ago at the white party, um, someone got drunk and tried to fight PJ Tucker. Huh. Sure of all the people well. you want to fight, I feel like PJ, not high on the list of guys. I don't think I that would have gone well. No. Um. All right. Now what he said. So for those that that don't know, um. 
he basically was like, it doesn't have to work out this way. If I was here, it would have worked out differently. It would never happen. And in the clip that's going viral, like, they cut a little bit out. Like, he mentions Josh Harris. Like, I, I think it's pretty clear. And now it should also be be noted, he is good friends with James Harden. Yes. So he is, he's coming from this, obviously, from that side. But, like, I think he threw shade at the Sixers. Like, I, if I'm of the belief that the Sixers said something to Harden, whether it was a handshake agreement or whatever it was, that made him believe something else was going to happen. And I think Michael Rubin's quote, like, backed that up. Like, he kind of inferred there was a miscommunication. He said they well, could all— That's what Embiid said. That's what Embiid has said. Like, so I thought that if you're if you're in the camp of Harden's just being crazy and he once traded and the Sixers handled this right, like, no. Like, it's pretty clear Michael Rubin feels both parties were wrong in this. Mm-hmm. Which is—I think that's that's how I felt the whole time. No, yeah, but, it, but Michael Rubin saying it like he's really tight with James Harden. Obviously, he was former owner of the team. Like, how many people have to say there was a miscommunication before we can blame the Sixers too? Here is my question. Like, Harden catches all the heat for this. Yeah, I think that's because people don't like Harden. I, I think I think but, be, people aren't thrilled with the Sixers. Well, I know, but I think that in this scenario, people are choosing the Sixers over Harden, and I think that's more because of Harden's reputation. Yes, because of Harden's expectation right. or uh, reputation. So, yeah, I, I, I think that. I think if you're looking if you're looking at this trying to just take your 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 whether you disdain Harden whatever and just looking mm. at this for what it probably is, I, I just don't know how you come away from the from from it being anything other than Maury probably said take the less money and I'll take care of you next yeah, offseason. In some version, whether it was a handshake agreement, whether it was like an inference, whatever it was, obviously something happened. Of there. course something happened. Yes. And then Harden's like, "Okay, cool. I'll do that." Right. And uh, they're going to put out there how great of a teammate he is and like they're and then he, he sacrificed for the Sixers and that's fine. That, right. That's helping James Harden's image. It's all moving in the right direction. Right. But I think what happened is that Maury got cold feet. I don't think it's Harris. I don't think Josh Harris really cares. You know what I mean? I, I don't disagree with you, but I could picture Harris saying, like, we're not committing this money to him. Like the like the full max or whatever. But I think there's something. But I agree with you that Harris is not, like, watching every game and sitting there and being He's like, more invested in Sam Howell yes, right now, exactly. I would say. Yes. Um, and, and I think Maury watched it, and maybe, maybe Elton, you know, maybe the front office was right. like, we can't do it. Like, we can't, we can't give him the full max, you know? And— and I, I think that's why Ruben came out and was so strong about it. But at the same time, Mike, like, <laughs> like, can you call him Mike? Well, just, <laughs> what, what annoys me is, first off, you have no freaking idea what a championship level player looks like. This whole idea of James Harden wants to win a championship more than anyone I've ever like. No, no, he doesn't. I'm sorry. Like, no, he doesn't. You, uh... you can't. You can't do it. You can't do the Las Vegas thing during the playoffs, and and you can't do all that nonsense. It's fair. You can't That's quit fair. in Game Six. You can't quit in Game Seven, and then tell me no one wants to win a championship more than this guy. I think that's. I think that was all, the whole thing. Was to go defend James Harden, and that's fine. He's your friend, and I get it's it. a Pat Pev pod. Right, just throwing that out there. Who's also Harden's friend? They're, all these guys are his friend, and I think he's. A, I think he's a good teammate. I think he's more of a good team, teammate for what he does off the court than on the court. Well, he did lead the league in assists. I know. Throwing well, that out. we've seen. Just throwing that out. There. I know. <laughs> uh, um, I just. I don't. I just don't buy Michael Rubin. I think Michael Rubin is coming from this from a standpoint of. Like, James Harden's my guy, which is fine. Right. You're friends with James Harden. I'm proud of you. That's yeah. a good friend to have. <laughs> it is. It seems so. It seems so. Like, but but you can't, like, don't don't lie to me. Like, I, I don't need to be sold that that he all he cares about is winning a championship. He's, he's staying up. Like, I know what a championship level player looks like. I watch Bryce Harper. I watch, yeah. like. <laughs> Who does not have a championship, by <laughs> yet, the way. Yet, yeah. 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 Um, but, like, I know what I know what a player who looks like they want, are dying to win a championship looks like. I think Giannis yeah. is that way. I think, I think Embiid is dying to win a championship. Eh, I think he was. I, I think he still is. I don't know if he's still there. Dude, the guy has been, like, everything he's overcome. Like, I, I think he really, really wants to win a title. I think he wants to win a title. I, but I also think Embiid, I do believe Embiid, like, realizes what a title would do for him personally and his reputation. Well, that's why I joined Team USA. Yeah. Like, I, I think Embiid definitely wants to win. And, look, Harden wants to win a title. I now we're But my, there's a difference between wanting to win a title and dying to win a title. I think I think that's like of course you'll take an NBA. Do you think he's dying to win a title? Who? Harden. No, I think he I think he likes making money. I don't know where I fall in this one. What, like, what what makes you think he's dying to win a title? I mean the dude's still playing. Like he did opt in. He's thirty four. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Of course he's he not. he opted in to he opted into his contract so that he could play for a winning team. Like that was the reason he opted in. No, well, well, he could have been a free agent and signed with some bum team for a bunch of money. Yeah, well, he could not. I guess he was going to do it with Houston though. Yeah. 
So that's a that's a a bit of a, a, bit of a totally, yeah, Udoka, flaw in my argument. Udoka was like, ah, yeah, we're good. I think Harden wants to win, but but like I I agree that saying he he wants to win more than anybody else is is strong. <laughs> it's a bit of a it's stretch. a take. It's a take. It's a bit of a stretch. So listen, um, again, like you said, if like you y- you could have affected this, Mike. Like you, Ag- agreed. You like, could have also if this is truly like the best thing for the Sixers. Yes. Then you could have been like, hey, Josh, it's still a good thing. Yes. Maybe. They've kind of cut off communication, like the Sixers and like Josh Harris and Michael Rubin. Maybe, maybe yeah. there's no more. Maybe there's not. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way he would come on and be that comfortable taking that shot if there was still a good relationship between I, him. and I the agree Sixers. with that. That's a good point. And also, like maybe he's taking Harden's side. He's probably thinking. Well, it seems like a lot of people are taking Harden's side. By and the way. I think that's noteworthy too. That like people seem to like Harden. Yeah. Well, I think I think Harden's a good guy. Like I, I think, think Harden's like a. I think he's like a fun guy to have. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Not dying to win a championship, but like I think he, he wants to win a title, though. I agree with you with dying. Do you understand the difference? Yes, I agree with you. I don't think, but but he also did show up to camp in great shape. Just throwing That's that out because he had to. Well, he didn't have to. The well, whole the whole he, thing was he was going to show up in a fat suit and like blah blah blah. His whole I just think his reputation would have been ruined if if like there would be no chance of him getting out of Philadelphia had he shown up in bad shape. I agree with that. Like I just that that's I, agree with I that. fundamentally feel so. But anyway, I just thought like the quote was. Like if I'm the Sixers, like it just reopens that door of that the Sixers did something wrong in this case, and it felt like that door was starting to it, shut. But here's my thing: is it wrong, or did they use their eyes? Like, is it I don't, business perspective? Yeah, probably not great to lie to James Harden. But yeah, I feel like people need to put themselves in there in 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 Harden's shoes. I agree with you. You know, like if it, it, use either one. Like, let's say a there was some type of inference that he was gonna pay him. Imagine you're at your job and your boss is like, hey, I'll give you a $30,000 raise next year. And then the time comes, he's like, actually, not going to do that. Or, you know, or, or if he says, I'm like, hey, man, you're on a great path. And, like, I really see a big uh, big pay bump in the future for you or something like that. Like, yeah, you would be pissed. Everyone yeah. would be pissed. But, but what? And but what like, is, well, he what, makes what, $35 million, But that's not the point. What is my performance in that year? All right, well, this is where I think the player's ranking is interesting. So Harden came in at 43rd. He was 11th last year. He's eleventh le- last year. Yeah, wow. He led the league in assists this year. He averaged twenty and ten. How does he drop that far? I do think I I think the, the Harden, playoffs obviously impact. I do think the Harden's the Harden NBA hates a little thirsty. Like the like piling on James yes, Harden all I the agree. time is a, is a little thirsty. I agree, but the Sixers have also brought like he, it's. I think the Sixers Harden and Embiid have brought this on themselves. Fair or not? Like I do believe. It's easy to take shots at James Harden right now because of what happened in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And that's deservedly so. He didn't play well. Well, because for a long time. But he's a great player. Like, I think we're overlooking the fact he is a great player. Well, I thought, again, back to last year and how it was crushing when they lost. Yes. Is that I bought it into James Harden again. You know what I mean? I did like, he was so good. I was good. tweeting like, out Uno. It was, it was sad. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. You can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not tweeting out Uno. I know. I um, shouldn't have gone there. But he was, because he was, like, in the regular season, man, he was great. He was. He, he was, was great. unbelievable. And, and he, he was really good for part of the playoffs, too. And they did his whole nonsense. <laughs> and that didn't go well. <laughs> and then, okay. and then yeah. people, but I think I think for the first time, people are able to say, like, when he was winning the MVP and he was leading the league and scoring and doing a lot of stuff. Like you, you could excuse away the playoff stuff, even though the, yeah. that the concerns were still there. Right. I mean, the, the the benching him against the Clippers and the huge comeback, the the missed twenty five million straight threes in a row. So like, but but you could excuse it away because he was the MVP, he scored all the yeah, time. He now all the time. it's like it's he's, a, he's clearly a diminished player, and he did the nonsense in the post. It's also proof people don't care about assists unless it's Jokic. Like Harden led the league in assists. Yeah. And but like he fell thirty two points, thirty two spots. Because Jokic is a center, and he, he, he is the whole usage on offense. Yeah, and he's a beautiful, beautiful dude, basketball please, player. Don't. Like he is a beautiful th- basketball player. When you player. talk about Jokic to me, is how I think you feel when I talk to you about baseball. I, but why? Because you're wrong about. Jokic. I'm not. I'm not wrong. I Jok- watch a million Nuggets games. Jokic I is love. Jokic, Jokic is a great player. I'm like, but like he's not better than Embiid. Like Embiid is better at basketball than Jokic is. He's better on defense. He's a better scorer. The only thing Jokic is better at is passing. Jokic wanted to score more. He could, maybe, but he doesn't. So yeah, but nah, but, I was, but I like, think you gotta watch Jokic. But but there, I I watch Jokic. Mm. But there are a lot of times where they go to Jokic in big spots in ISO situations and he can't get it done. Because Embiid has gotten it done so much. Well, times. but Embiid's a way better ISO scorer in my sure. opinion. And I also think that like you talk about finding a partner, Jokic had Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Embiid's never had anyone as good as Jamal Murray, or at least perform that level consistently. Well, I mean, Harden should be better. Harden than Jamal should Murray. be, but Harden has is does not do what Jamal Murray oh, does in the Butler. playoffs. 
But he had Butler. Yeah, Butler sucked in the playoffs. Yeah, he had, had 16 Butler. points in Game Seven. I'm just saying, like Jamal Murray's better. At, Jamal Murray has played at a higher level for Jokic than any of Embiid's teammates ever have. Fair. Okay, so that's my point no, I'm making. His like, team's better. I but, but, that. but like, if Embiid had Jamal Murray, I think he would have two rings. But I also think that I think Jokic also is the uh, straw that stirs the drink out there. I agree with that, and I think he's a, I think he's a beautiful basketball player. All right. I love Jokic. I know you do. It's like what a like just which we started this talking about how like Bryce and like how cool it is. Like imagine having Jokic as your favorite player. Like the dude, they, they were like, "How was your yeah, summer?" I just appreciate basketball. He was like, "How was your summer?" And he was like, "Well, actually, I had to play more basketball than I expected, so it wasn't that fun." It's like get out of here, bro. Yeah. Oh, that's stuff. He doesn't stuff. even like. Well, you want to talk about? Everyone wants to get on Harden about basketball. Like at least. But he win, He won. I agree. He but won. I'm just saying. But he also had a, a fake ring, Jokic. It was a. The Why was it a fake? Lamest ring? ring I've ever seen. Why? Because he played trash teams the whole way. So did the Eagles last year. But the Eagles didn't win the title. Okay. Okay. But had the, they won, their, they their... would have beaten the Chiefs. That would have been a, a quality win. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Nikki. By the way, how do you think your Phillies lineup is? Uh, like line of opponents is looking. Uh, I don't know. It's it's baseball. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, it's baseball. I don't know if you heard that term before. It's baseball. Yeah, there you go. I've the heard it the Diamondbacks times. are scary. I'm, I'm, you think so? Yes. Yes. I can't tell because they're pretty inexperienced. So were the Phillies last year? But they're not anymore. Oh, I, yeah. I get your point. Right. They just had a lot of last year Phillies vibes to them. Well, it'll be interesting to see. The Sixers have played with expectations the last few years. It'll be interesting to see the Phillies, assuming they beat the Braves. It'll be interesting to see the Phillies with expectations. Like tonight, I think there's expectation to close it out. Mm -hmm. Against the Diamondbacks, they will be expected to win that series. Mm -hmm. And so the Sixers have dealt with those expectations for a while. I'll be curious to see how the Phillies do. Mm, wonder what you're rooting for. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wonder what you're rooting for. Uh, so I want to try something for you here. Okay. As we, as we round out another edition of Clap Your Hands again. Yes. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Cause I we, know. Because we check we, it every we day. We have to start saying it at the beginning of the No, pod. I know. It's an old bit that Salter and I did where we just talked about all the important stuff at the end, which was dumb. That's what me and James do on Go Birds. Too, Very so dumb. it works it's, out, yeah. We're total pros at this. Yes. Um... And I'm just checking real quick to see if no new reviews. I checked today. Yeah, but we are we are approaching. Ah, no, we got 59. Oh, really? All right. So people left reviews, but no comments. I guess no comments, just reviews. That, all right. So I don't. I love each of each of them, but I like the comments. It would be nice to get some comments about me and Jack. Hold on, there's some there's some new ones on here. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, scroll to the bottom, buddy. Why would I scroll to the bottom? Because that's what the because it or so you're not experienced in the, in the review games. I just games. open it every day. Yeah, no, no, you're not experienced in the review games. You gotta scroll all the way to Should the bottom. Should we read some of them? Are they nice? No, they're, they're nice. We'll get them. Okay, okay. Well, maybe after the podcast. Anyway, okay. uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, we're we're building this thing. We're talking Sixers, talking Philly sports. I mean, all right. just two sports guys. Yes. Um. So, but I do. So I want to do what uh, how WIP talks about the Sixers. Love it. WIP. So I got my 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 WIP Bryce's topic. favorite station. My WIP topic to end the Sixers podcast is uh, what's a successful season for the Sixers team? Well, I'd, 215-592-9490. Yes. I mean, is that your question Yeah, for it's me? my question for you. It's get out of the second round. That's it? That's it. If they get to the conference championship, that but is But is the expectation still Eastern Conference Finals? That's the difference. I, I think I think last year, year before, like I don't so know. I do not believe the expectation. I don't think that that's is. it. I don't think there's any expectations for the Sixers. Yeah, team. and I love it. I think this is the first time in a long time they've had no pressure on them. There's no pressure. Yeah, there's no pressure. Like, even if Harden comes back and plays and, and everything's all hunky dory, people have people have given up on the Sixers, and yes. because of that, they I'm are glad playing. That you finally realized that. Well, I, I've always said I've never disputed how fans feel about them. I just think the fans were wrong to feel the way they did. Now I like. I understand. Look, oh, I don't understand. I don't understand not wanting to watch the Sixers. But well, whatever. But we all. I want to watch the Sixers. I can't wait to watch the Sixers. Yeah, but a lot of people do the whole like, ugh, I have to well, watch the Sixers. Well, that's thirsty. I know. That's I know. thirsty, and I don't think that's. I don't think that's the real Sixers fan. Like, I think. I think people right now don't like the Sixers, but I think the second that the ball tips on game if one, they beat Milwaukee be night one. Now, what sucks about Milwaukee night one is it also has major like. This is why I don't believe in the Sixers potentially. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, I go through that first a game million, with Dame. Like, I go through that a million times a year though. Like, I, I yeah. go from, I, I wake up every day, like, believe in the Sixers? Don't believe in the Sixers. I know. Like, That's yeah. how I think how people are. So, so what's the question? Say it again. Yeah, what's a, uh, so a successful season for you is A getting... successful season for me with the Sixers is getting out of the second round. If, the, if with the first year is Nick Nurse, and I'll add some more context here. If Maxi can be awesome for this year, for them this year, and they get out of the second round, and he's part of the reason why, like a large part, then I think you can end the season feeling awesome about next year. Because you're seeing that Nick Nurse is a difference. You're seeing that Joel got the second round thing. 
excuse me, off of his back, Maxi, I presumably would have taken a big step forward. If they can get out of the second round, I think that is absolutely a successful year. It's interesting you didn't mention Harden there. Well, because Harden is just along for the ride. Like, Harden will help them get out of the second round, but Harden's not going to be here the following year, presumably. Yeah. So why just get rid of him for, for Terrence Mann and picks? I don't know. Still in that mind? So what? there was, like, 12 hours over these last few days where I thought you were right because Harden didn't play against Boston. The, like, expiring package picks of players didn't play against the Clippers. Nick Nurse was asked about Harden playing. He's like, I don't know. We'll see tomorrow. And there was, like, 12 hours where I was thinking, like, wow, James was uh, – Sorry, James just wow. texted me. Um, that uh, that Jack was right, and you it was like all a, a big ruse. Listen, we got time. We got time. You got time. I want. Like, well, what percentage would you put it at that James plays night one in Milwaukee? Uh at this point, at this 65? point, like sixty-five ish okay. percent. I think yeah. gonna, he probably will. I think I so. Just, too. Like, here's here's the thing that I can't figure out. Right, I can't figure out, and this is what I don't get about the Toby thing as well. Like. If you get to the trade deadline and you then you're you're looking to offset Harden and and Toby like why? Yeah, I don't know. Like that that, that was the whole conversation all all summer was like, well, they'll, they'll hold on to Toby for the trade deadline. Well, what if the Sixers are good? Well, that yeah, I I agree. And also, you, it's been shown that it's really tough like in season to acquire a major change to your roster and still win. But the other quick part before we wrap this up is uh, Pepev did also say that James Harden's been awesome. Yeah. Are we underrating the underrating the fact we might get like revenge body James Harden and he's just gonna like I think we are. I think I think, you know, bits aside, you right. know, how people talk about James Harden, like he is essentially in a one year deal and playing for his basketball yes. life. And his basketball reputation in yes. a lot of ways too. So and this is the first time he's really like he's been criticized in the past, but not like we've talked about this a lot, not by players the way that he's I being agree. criticized, like yeah. by great players. Yes. And it's gonna be because right now, if his career ends, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's a top 75 player of all time. Yes. But it's it's very empty. It's a very empty And I career. do think the whole, like, forcing his way from the location to location thing is part of his story. Whereas I think if he stays here, or look, it would be painful if he gets traded to the Clippers and is, like, awesome for the Clippers all year. But, and after being in Los Angeles, like, bro, don't go to L.A. But, <laughs> like, the like their their new stadium is, like, in the middle of, like, a shopping complex. But, oh, nice. But whatever. Um, Wait, so, come on. SoFi? No, the Clippers. Oh, is it it's actually it's- across the street from SoFi, but also like there's like a, it's like like a corner. It's weird. You have to kind of be there to see it. Oh. But yeah. wait, wait to set the paint, paint, wait paint, paint the, the picture. picture. Well, just it would be like if the stadium was like, um, not Westchester, but like it just the, it doesn't feel like you're in the city. That's but regardless, um, I think there is a chance we're underrating the fact that Harden's going to come in and just be like awesome. Yeah, and I, that Pat Pat Bev saying that is like. Talent. And I guess the interesting part to that is— And again, is, Pat Bev is biased. But he is biased, but I also love Pat Bev. He's yeah, my, I do my, too. He might be like one of my three favorite sixes already. Um, <laughs> the interesting part with that is then what happens at the end of the year. Like if he if, if James Harden's great— I think he walks. And he makes, I think he walks too. Yeah, I, for sure. I, I don't think he's committed to being a sixer. I agree, but that's why I think when you said what the what's like an expectation for the sixers, it has nothing to do with Harden. It is about Embiid, Maxi, and where this team goes. Yeah. It's not like, does Harden come in? Like I think Harden will mostly come in, play really well— and then the tough thing is in the playoffs, we'll see. But I think Maxie's more of the guy in the playoffs than Harden will be. God, I, I, wish, I wish the fan base was behind the Sixers the way that they're behind the Phillies right now. Yeah, of course. And, like, because heading into tonight, like, I can't wait. 8 o'clock. I, yeah, I can't and, wait either. And, the, like, the, the idea of, like, stride. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that has potential to be all-time. Or when, potential backfire. It, backfire. <laughs> yeah. But when this fan base is, like, galvanized, it's a special place. It is. And I, I do hope. Like, I think getting past second round, like I, I think first round they win. I don't think people are like jumping for joy. Like congratulations. You- I think winning in the first round might be tougher than past years, though. Like the East is a little more top heavy. Yeah, I agree. So, I, but but, the se- but they do uh, it all the time. That makes the second so. round. That makes the second round way harder. Yes, for sure. So, um, yeah, I, but when they're galvanized, like I think if they get out of the first round, that's not going to cause a no a, one's going to care. Yeah, like getting past second round. I think once they if they do that. Oh, the Wells Fargo will be it's awesome be, at the next It one. could be just like Citizens Bank Park. They'd have that chance. Yes. And hopefully they'd do it. Uh, Elliot, that's going to do it for us. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? So I feel like Halloween is falling off. Do you well, feel that's like it's because you're like almost 40 now. Well, I'm 35. 
I'll be 36 in like three weeks. Because you, you can't do the party. Like the party things now. Agreed. It's like, don't eh. do that. But I even just feel like in general, like I don't see as much Halloween stuff around as I used to. Like I'm a big pumpkin guy. Like I do. I'm excited to get like a pumpkin to put outside the house. But like it's <laughs> very cute. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Kristen's not as into it, ironically. Like, there's been a few times I'm like, hey, do you want to get a pumpkin? And she's like, all right, like, you know, next time we go shopping. I'm like, oh, we'd go out right now and get it. But maybe I'll get one today and surprise her. But I feel like Halloween. Sure she's, gonna be, she's gonna be bummed. She'll be thrilled. I'm sure I'll pick out the right pumpkin. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it just doesn't feel like it's a thing anymore. And you're right, maybe it's my age. But I just think on TV, I don't see many yeah. commercials. I don't see as much at the store as I used to. Like, yeah. I guess my thing. I think everything's falling off. Okay, that's the name of the pod. Two one five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just think like, like is anything fun? Two no, five, like yeah. I think everything like like March Madness. I think has fallen off. Like when well, it comes to brackets, that, yeah. like fantasy football. I don't think Christmas has fallen off. Well, Christmas is, is Christmas. It's, it's the goat. Huh? Um, yeah. The one thing that is, I, 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 I want to take off for for walks first uh, Halloween. So that is one thing I'll say. Like that that will be awesome for you. Like what are you gonna dress them up as? Uh, so we're thinking like a little popcorn. Like, Ooh. Like a little, like, you know, it'd be funny if like you made it like I'm sure like almost like an actual piece of popcorn. Where like it was he was like in a ball kind of. Yeah. Like with it like popping out. That'd yeah. Be good. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't know how. Jill, Jill's very good at that stuff. I'm sure. So, yeah. I'm, I'm she seems good. like she'd be very good. At yeah. The one time I was at your house, it's very like uh, set up and nice. Oh, it's a little farmhouse vibe. Yeah, right yeah, now. it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, tonight, it, all the clap your hands fans come by and say, yeah, come by Section 126. <laughs> we'll talk Sixers. Yeah, yeah. we can talk, talk to Michael Rubin interview. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be a good time. It'll be a great time. Uh, Elliot, me, Seltzer, uh, we'll be down at the ballpark tonight, and uh, don't let the Braves off the hook tonight. End of tonight. Let's not go back to Atlanta. Yeah, I'd be very nervous if they went back to Atlanta. Uh, I'd yeah, be very but we nervous. got oh, we got big game wheels. Big yeah, wheels but it's again. I don't. Yeah, but I think you give the Braves life again. Yeah. The Braves are the most lifeless team I've ever seen. Well, it was embarrassing. Are the Braves the Phillies? I mean, sorry, are the Braves the Sixers? They won though. Yeah, they did. You're right. I know. It was Mickey though. It was Mickey. 88 wins. It was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I will say the the locker room stuff was so embarrassing last night. Like, dude, yes. you are. Like you can't. It shows do, how checked out there. Well, are. you can't do the locker rooms a sanctuary when when the media is there. When the media is not there, like sure, then Look, it's a sanctuary. Speak into a big J. Here. I know. It's, uh, you're you're experiencing locker I, I, rooms. One thing I'll say, then we'll wrap it up. I've been in so many locker rooms, winning locker rooms, losing locker rooms, playoffs, all those things. I've never heard a player walk around the locker room in front of the media and make fun of another player. Yeah. Well, so like this is not like it happens all the time, and this per- reporter tried to do well, it. Well, we did see uh, we did see Jimmy Butler walking the. That was walking into the locker room. I know, but it, but he made sure the cameras were there. Yes, so that's Tobias the point Harris I'm making. Me. Like, I think had the game gone differently last night, then it's like, no one cares it got out. Because it got out, and Bryce crushed him, then yeah. it became a big deal. Like, it should have galvanized the race. Yes. But agreed. instead, it was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, hopefully it doesn't galvanize him tonight. Yeah. Right. Strider. All right. I <laughs> uh, can't wait for that. can't wait to talk about the Sixers the next time. And uh, we'll see what happens to James Harden. I don't know. But the, 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 it'll be fun. The season is a couple weeks away. And, uh, yeah, almost here. Um, either way, for Elliot Shore Park, Jack Chris, this has been another edition of 